this is TJ Morris, also known as Teresa Jeanette Thurman Morris, your host for this evening on TJ Morris ET Radio. Welcome back, all you ground troops spinning around smartly on the planet. We're actually doing our little orb thing out there, and apparently Mother Earth can fill that, and we've got little things happening here and there, so we'll try to get uh, Tommy Hawksblood on here to give us some kind of volcano earthquake information left over from last night and uh, we may be having uh, one of our old california aco association guys returning but he's going to probably represent texas now with daryl sims and tony r elliott but we welcome all our members of the aco association and if you'd like to join us that's what we promote the ascension center now aco communication aco club ACO event managers and all those that want to play in various states with us as we uh, congregate and get to know each other. But uh, tonight we're going to return. Uh, we normally do Cosmos Connection, and uh, I've just put up Ascension Psychic Awakening in Area 51. We're looking at how we sound when we share the Cosmos Connection and Psychic Awakening with the new artificial. General Intelligence, AGI, uh, if you may want to look it up, start looking up Artificial General Intelligence. Uh, hope you can Google that. And, you know, basically it's a way that we are learning to talk to each other about that which we use on a regular basis. And you don't have to be a PhD or a scholar or in academia to discuss uh, empowering yourself uh, or others in certain levels of consciousness. Now, we invite all our friends to share in the Ascension Age. As many billions of people are here, there's as many people as we invite. So we're all about human species raising consciousness and we've been here since june 2012 and uh, please share with us if you uh, about creating and anything that you want to do with synergy and being aware of synchronicity those are cool words synergy and synchronicity and we want to play with friends who are open-minded and want to share that they're biologicals with a level of intelligence that can speak to many levels and as trans-dimensionals, interdimensionals, and we're going to talk about phase spacing and learning that we are leveling up our entire planet with communication now available to us in cyberspace and in space. So what does Area 51 tours have to do with UFOs? Anybody out there know or want to share? Call in. We'll give you your five minutes with our ACO association. We would prefer you to pay your monthly dues of $5 a month so we can pay our overhead. Now, we're going to start asking for that. We haven't really been good about that. I've just been paying everything out of my pocket. But, you know, we're going to start asking more members to be aware in a part so we can do our Cosmos Expos, okay? And uh, we're going to get started here. So, uh, Tommy, can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Uh, can you hear me okay? Yeah, good. Introduce yourself, and then we'll bring John Tinyuka from Texas on. Go ahead. Great. Greetings, everyone. Tommy Hawksblood here, Kwong from the Big Island of Hawaii. Uh, it's a beautiful day today for the first time in a, in, a, in about two months, really. Uh, we're starting to have super high temperatures for Hawaii. I know the United States is going through all kinds of changes with the weather. But uh, I want to get uh, a couple things out there real fast that we're here 
we're here for you. We're not here for ourselves. We're not here to make money. We need money to keep the show running, but we're here to bring out the truth, bring out things that will help people move forward in their own spiritual growth. At least that's what I do and try to do. So uh, if you listen to the show, uh, you feel like you have questions, please call in. Uh, we'll answer anything that you put out there uh, pertaining to the subjects we're talking about, hopefully. Uh, and my email is out there, hawksblood1aol.com. I answer all my emails, always good, better, and different. Uh, so please listen to our show today. See what you think. If, you, if this is the first time, get involved because we're here to try to make a change. Whatever, however small it starts, it can become a snowball and roll down a hill and get bigger. But we're only going to put as much truth out and, and ways to find that for yourself to help you become a better person. Not the egotistical person, but the, the uh, compassionate, spiritual, aware person. All right, TJ, why don't you bring our guest on? Okay, thank you, Tommy. Tommy's been a longtime member and paid his dues regularly uh, to PayPal. That's the TJ Morris agency. I'm the agent. It goes in there, and we don't touch that money because we're saving it for our communal community, social, spiritual community event, and I'm transparent with that. So if you want to be a member, you will be able to have a vote and help us in John Tinioka read the articles and bylaws a long time ago, about three years ago. He was sort of shocked. It's been three years already. So he's been a member, and you have to be a member usually to be on the board at least a year. But uh, John is all about business and helping people and helping events. And he's been involved, and he's gone to some of those. We talk about uh, UFO Congress, International UFO Congress, uh, Contact in the Desert, places like that, and uh, some in California. But, you know, he's a, uh, got a really interesting background in his bloodline as a Toltec. Uh, and he's going to tell us about that, a little bit of history on that after he gives us his biography. Uh, you may remember him from a long time ago when Tom was alive. Uh, back in 2015 with Ace Folklife, and uh, back in the day when Javier Sandoval came on. So there's a history here uh, back in the archives with John. So he's always been there, but he says he's uh, going to come back out and try to help us get going again with Tommy and I carrying the bulk of the load in uh, radio and events. But let me get uh, John on here. Hi, John. Hello. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you loud and clear. I'm here. I hope you can hear me. Yeah, you sound good. You Go me? ahead and give us an introduction. Yeah, you sound great. Great, John. Great. You're, you're right. coming across really Wonderful. good. I need your radio voice, but just talk, you know, as well as you can in, in your voice. And uh, tell us a little bit about who you are because you've been away for a few years. Tell us what all has been going yes. on and that you, you're no longer in the California state. You're in the great state of Texas, but uh, you know, follow up from. with what I said. Go ahead. Oh, you're okay, from Texas. Yeah, give us an idea yes, who you are. I was born. I was born in San Antonio, the Alamo. I always say, remember the Alamo, deep in the heart of Texas. And uh, this is where I came from, uh, fourth generation Texan. And uh, uh, my family uh, basically migrated north from uh, the pyramids. And my name goes back to the pyramid of Tenayuca, which was in the capital city of Tula which are the twin capital cities of the Toltec civilization empire before the Aztecs. And that was around 12, about 1300 when the Aztecs conquered the Toltecs, which had been around after the Mayans. So we've been around like almost a thousand years. 
And it's been wiped out the history of the Toltec civilization and empire because of the uh, Aztecs, which is fine because they had to do, you know, the Toltecs were ready to, to, to close the shop anyway. Uh, and they were too long. They were like Rome, you know, they've been, they been in power too long and things were just deteriorating. And so uh, they, the Aztecs were able to take over. And then uh, what happened to the Aztecs was Cortez. And then they got to taste of their own medicine about what, what goes down when you get conquered. And uh, then at that point, the missionaries came in and thought that uh, human sacrifices were evil. So they, they tried to wipe it out, and they tried to change the history of the Toltec civilization, which is very, very rich and, and, and unique. And I studied it for 20 years when I retired. Uh, I, my dad was like was like an engineer, a building engineer, civil engineer, and had an engineering company. And we uh, he built uh, many monuments to uh, to California and Hawaii. And to this day. Uh, he was involved with the building of the biggest mansion in Los Altos Hills behind uh, Hewlett-Packard. And uh, David Packard tried to build what his, biggest, uh, the, what is his best friend, uh, Jess Torres, and they uh, got to about 18,000 square feet. Uh, this mansion was built around uh, two uh, steel sculptures uh, contracted from Japan, and they uh, built this uh, five-story. Uh, it was a 10-story steel sculpture, and they, built, uh, they took, put it in two, built this mansion around this, uh, this steel sculpture that was uh, weighed 10 tons. So anyway, uh, I've been involved with a lot of uh, construction, engineering, and a lot of uh, changes on the, in, in, the, in the Silicon Valley was built. By, you know, my dad was involved in joint ventures. And then he retired at 50 with uh, the, the Shoreline Amphitheater, Mountain View. And uh, it was just been an interesting experience for me to be a kid to watch uh, and see how everything was developed and grown. And, uh, and built. And then he told me that the pyramid, uh, he could have built it. It, it doesn't take, a, take technology to build a pyramid. He said he could do it with a, you know, a thousand men and he could build the pyramid himself, you know. So, he, you know, it's not, it, 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 for him, it was a real easy thing to do and really think, real easy to understand. So when I go back to my, my, my Bella lines and my Quran, I go back to the 20 generations, actually. Uh, myself, 20, I'm the 20th generation. I had uh, I was brought here basically from my dad to, to tell me that I was brought here to Earth to have my mission was to have a son. And as a kid, I thought the sun was a sun in the, in the sky, you know, the, the blazing sun. And they meant a son as far as the flesh of blood, uh, a male a male child to uh, continue the lineage that has been going for twenty to now going 21, 20, 21 generations. And I was in, I was in, I was taught to uh, know that that he had to have to do the same thing, so I had to teach my son the same thing, so he had a son. So now it's 22 generations. And it's probably about this, I don't know how many Johns there are, and there are about seven, eight, or nine. But this is a lot of generations. So uh, that's where it starts, and then uh, to get to say more about it, which is the background of my, the building construction of my exposure to what I saw happen as far as how things were built. Uh, I was taught from my dad and how to be a warrior, and uh, to uh, teach my son that all the things that were necessary that the Toltec—it's kind of similar to uh, what that with the Yaki way of knowledge, or the Yaki knowledge of uh, Don Juan with Carlos Castaneda. But my dad was the original uh, Toltec uh, knowledge and wisdom, and he taught me that as a child. And so I learned everything that I needed to know to pass on the generation and the ancient secrets of knowledge, Toltec wisdom. And the Toltec means uh, men of women and knowledge. Men, of, men and women of knowledge. 
and, and also Builder, Master Builder. That name, Toltec, means Master Builder, and men and women of knowledge. That's exactly what it means. In the Natal language, which is an Indian language, or uh, the Spanish language, the Spanish came in with Cortez. And the Spanish, in the Mexican continent, uh, if you look at the, uh, the mixture of blood, uh, it has to do with the Spanish blood from uh, Spain and, uh, and the Indian blood from the, from the Indian of the, of the Aztecs and the, and the Toltec. John, let me. John, I hate to interrupt you, but there's something uh, you're not coming across real clear. Uh, Hold on just a minute. Tommy, are you hearing him okay, or is it just me listening? Is there a little bit of interference on his phone? I hear him pretty clear on my end. Okay, well then maybe it's just the way I'm I'm hearing uh, the energy. But you've heard everything he said so far, right? So far, yes. Okay, let's just well. spread that around. Right. And what I wanted to share with you is uh, the fact that uh, I was a born shaman, one uh, Indian shaman, my dad, he that talks to me. And it's basically almost the same, but not quite. Because it's come close to Carlos Castaneda, Don Juan. Now he's breaking up. Okay. Well, uh, Tommy, tell him when he's breaking up because I thought so too. So uh, I had talked to John earlier. Yeah, John, do you know what causes that? Is it uh, where you're sitting in your uh, room or condo I'll or call it, wherever I you call are? It, I, I'm, in a, I'm, in, I'm in an office. I'm in an office. So I call it ET and So what happens? I didn't hear what you said. Okay, but when you have, come, we have. Call in. You'll, you'll, when you come back and listen to the recording, you'll hear what we're talking about, so maybe you'll be able sure. to get it fixed. But do the best well, you can, uh, or we may have to have you call back in. It's a brand new iPhone, iPhone X, so, and the reception is The thing is that I call it 18 of them, and it's about Lori McDonald. I call it 18 of them, and this is what happens typically when I'm trying to share the truth. So what I want to do now that when I talk about it, I come as humble spirit, and I speak from the heart. Uh, John, sorry to interrupt you. Uh, you're breaking up completely. Uh, let me just get this other call and see if we hear him okay. Sure. Uh, okay. We'll, get, we'll get right back to you. No problem. I'm sorry. No problem. Hello? Who do we have? Hello? Hello? Hi. Who, who's this? Still here. Oh, you're still here. Uh, yeah. and, and I, I don't know if we're on. Not coming from my. Uh, uh, I, I just, I just believe it's coming it, from in general. It's probably from the yeah. site itself because I'm still on and TJ's gone now. Oh, okay. Uh, so, see if she. Oh, you sound crystal clear right there. Yeah. Well, what I could do is keep going with what I got when I want to share. And uh, it's about uh, it's just, it's like, keep going. And share with the, the audience online and hear me, which I hope to be doing and calling to find out. Uh, it's very important information, and I want to share it. It's, it's breaking up again. Uh, I don't. Mm-hmm. I, let me see if there's anybody in the chat room. Hold on. Okay. Uh, okay, let me ask okay. the person in the chat room. I'm back. I'm back, okay. so. Uh, 
Tommy, did you get the chat room up? Sorry, John. Uh, just yeah, getting back I, together and ha- having that interference. But we want to be able to Michael, make sure you have yeah. a good recording here so we can use it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's why I wanted to be sure. John, do me a favor. Call right back in because maybe it's just the connection. Okay. I'll, I'll, well, I'll pull you right back I, in. I, Thanks. You call it. You call it. I was Okay, Tommy, um, apologize, everybody, that sound quality. Here we are looking at how we sound when we share the Cosmos connection and psychic awakening, uh, you know, with AGI, and yet we seem to have interference in the airwaves. So we apologize for that. I think normally we just call it we're having technical difficulties. But I noticed that from John's phone earlier today and yesterday when I was talking to him. And John has been a wonderful person helping a lot of people uh, he's a wonderful businessman and helped a lot of people uh, get their events going to support our cause. And he's going to be helping us with our uh, events in Dreamwalker. And he's a wonderful speaker. Uh, Don, I don't want you to miss. Uh, he's been quite involved. Okay, let me see if I can get him on here. John Teneyuka. Spell your name. Yes, Is it T-E-N-A-Y-U-C-A? T- yes, T-E-N-A-Y-U-C-A. An ancient name. All right, I'm going to put your name back up here. And you can Google it and find out the background of what what is about what it's about the pyramid and what it looks like and uh, the name and, what it, and the civilization and everything involved with it. So, uh, is, is, am I clear now? You sound better for. Uh, let's see how long it lasts. So maybe you can be okay. very still. Well, I just, and I know this sounds funny, but we'll get you used to it. And well, you know, we want to have a good, clear live for everybody in our audience. And we absolutely. put it on Facebook. I, we put it on FM radio and Spreaker. Yes. And it actually is going to go on YouTube, and it goes yes. out to iTunes. So we have a very powerful uh, distribution I process. So I want to get the well, quality. Well, I, what I what I did was I took off my Bluetooth radio show, uh, Ascension Studios radio show, uh, Bluetooth with the microphone built in, all stereophonic. And I decided maybe that could have been the issue. I took it off and I'm doing I'm going, I'm doing straight. Uh, it sounds a lot better, a lot okay, better. Okay, well, yeah, and it's a very expensive uh, Bluetooth uh, headset, so I was just surprised that it wasn't doing what it was doing its job. So it could have been that. Now that I think about it. Okay, so I, yeah, that, you may know what you sound great yeah. if you're talking right into your phone or whatever. It's yeah. much better for radio. So we appreciate okay. you taking the time, John. So sure. uh, John Tintinioka. Okay, John. Tommy, Tommy, let me do a sound check, folks. Tommy. Tommy. Yes, uh, he sounds good. He sounds good on this end. Okay. Well, then that was okay. uh, that. Tommy. Do you have your sound turned up? So you'll have to turn your sound up. Yeah, it's, uh, it's on turned up. No, I, 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 didn't, I didn't even have the computer on. I like it. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. I was, well, was going to ask you to give that. Mine down. If you could get, yeah, if you could yeah. give the URL URL address again, that would be nice. Uh, okay, HTTP folks. Uh, Blog Talk Radio is all one uh-huh. word. BlogTalkRadio.com uh-huh. forward slash, and then uh, yours will say T J M O R R I S E T Radio R A D I O T J M O R R I S E T Radio. radio. Uh, t- yeah, T.J. Morris, T.J. Radio. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I've got T.J. Morris Radio as a website, 
And I've got guys so many websites out there, folks, so I can help yes. get the word out about whatever it is we're promoting for our group. I have American Communication Online, but I was promoting Ascension Center organizations for Tommy and Janet out of Hawaii, and uh, that's with our group called the ACO Club, and that's how we all got started. And then we use Stargate to the Cosmos to come together as a uh, event. So right now, John Tinayuka has been a big part of many people's events and gone to some and promoted the IUFO Congress and Contact the Desert. And I don't know, uh, something in Florida, uh, California maybe, but John mentioned some of the events that you've at least been uh, privy to and supported people in my kind of business. Those uh, uh, I, I, I mentioned yeah, two. I, I will next time. Right now, I just want to stay focused on what I'm going to say because I want to make sure it's okay. TJ Morris, ET at what? It's ET. No, blogtalkradio.com forward slash TJ Morris ET Radio. Okay, ET Radio. Okay, it looks like TJ Morris set. Yeah, you can, you can pull right. it up and just keep the sound down because uh, yeah, it'll feed back problem. into your phone. Yeah. Okay. But at least Wonderful. we can hear you now. And okay, I appreciate well, I took that. Off the, I took off the headsets. I, I really thought they were working beautiful, but it didn't work. So I took them off. Maybe that was part of it. So anyway, I, I'm going to get back and try to finish off. I don't know how much time you have on the radio show. but We have two hours, but we have an hour and a half left. So let's okay. start with John Tinniuka. We've got Ascension Psychic Awakening in Area 51 is what people are turning in. But you're sort okay, of a surprise. Yeah. But we've okay, got yeah, John Tinniuka, the name. Yeah. So okay, now go ahead into your story. I'll just, I'll just finish it off and go from my background down to what I want to talk about. And I was a surprise guest. I came in and I wanted to be part of it. And uh, again, what I'm going to talk about is that back that I was born shaman. Uh, as a child, I was born in Phoenix, Shaman, and then I became a Phoenix master of the God. Civilization and one of the names goes back to the Boca as one of the gods. And the other gods, they're just part of this planet that NASA discovered, which is three suns and two moons, 365 light years away. And it's got a name from the star family called Exxon. And so it's a very interesting planet. I've been there, and that's where my gods are from, that's where my family comes from, and that constellation. So anyway, I'm going to explain now that I've been, on 4th of July last year, I've been, I've been promoted to an ascended master by my God, and they told me to talk about and write down everything that, I'm, that I know as far as the book that is going to come out. And one of the titles of the book is Toltec, Wisdom, Spirituality, and Success. And then the other one is going to, there's a second one coming out, and then the third one is about Toltec knowledge, and it's a hidden and forbidden knowledge, and I'm going to share that with uh, the world. And they let everybody know where the, the Toltecs come from. I studied it for 20 years in my retirement at 45, and now I'm coming out with the book. And I want to bring it out and, and, and promote it. So, anyway, I, I became a, a, a Toltec master. And after that, I, got, I was always into the dream. And I've used the Toltec always had the dream with the multiverse of the dream. It's two worlds. When you actually are awake consciously, you're in this physical plane of the world, the 2D format. And then when you go into the multiverse, the dream world, into the, into the spiritual realm, uh, you're going into the other, other, other world of the other 
realm of the spiritual realm of your of your consciousness, which is unconscious, unconscious, to the dream. And the dreams are the crux of everything that really makes up who we are. And when we focus on our dreams, we realize that our dreams are, in reality, real to the effect, to the effect that everybody just assumes that the psychologists and the school of thought is they're, they're not real, but they are real. And you can, you can actually visit there, you know, but one thing you're happy that nice little come out to visit you, and they always have a message. And every dream is symbolic. And Joseph Campbell always talks about the symbolism of mythology in the past, in the history, in ancient history. And in actuality, our dreams are symbolism of our consciousness to the current events of what's going on today, and that we are able to realize that from our dreams that we can become the creators of our reality. And we could actually, if we understand how the dreams work, we can get into, into the making and the workings of the dreams, which I became a dream master. Uh, I, I, I help to explain and understand the, the dream analysis and the dream work of how it works in a way that you could apply it to your life. And then you could mo- model after what's going on in the dream, and then you become clairvoyant, and that's how you get the things you experience. So I'm going to talk about it in terms of, and again, I'm going to, I don't know if that hurt before. But I come to everybody as a humble spirit, and I speak from the heart and truth only. That's how I, I share this experience, because it's only from experience that I can share that my, my knowledge. Because I, I never read this in the book. It's all taught to me by my God and my spiritual lineage that goes back 20, 20, 20 generations. And they come to me and help me with any, any kind of advice or any kind of, uh, any, any kind of protection. They're like my spiritual army. They do all my spiritual work there for me. So they're, they're, my, they're my backups in the, in the realm. And when I call the realm, I call, I call that the spiritual plane. And I, and I get into simple. There's the physical plane, there's the spiritual plane. And there's two, two worlds that we come from. So when we go to our conscious mind, we're in, in, in the waking state. It, that's what we call the, uh, you know, the, 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 daytime, the daytime. And at night when we go into our unconscious world, the multiverse, we go into the dream world. Which is another experience of going into other worlds that go beyond past 13 dimensions. Everybody doesn't really, it's kind of, I'll explain that in the future. But anyway, so what, what we do in our dream is have to understand that there's everybody that comes to us in our dream has a message. There's things to learn from our dreams that, that are clairvoyant, that show the future. We've done all sorts of the past and we live certain stages through our dreams. Our dreams are the crux of everything. But we, we, just, we don't take serious, we don't take serious. In our, in our waking world. So in my, in my set, in my context, that when I get into dreams, it's 24 hours a day. Because I, I figure that I'm, day, I'm, I'm dreaming. And during the day, I'm doing the same thing. I'm daydreaming in the same sense that I'm still always in, the, in this altered state of the spiritual realm so that I don't miss anything. I stay I tuned in. It's almost like you're in a trap. But you're tuned in to what's going on in the conscious, in the conscious way. So I hope that's pretty basic understanding of how it works. But then, deeper than that, and I don't want to get into that, this one, one, one. But I hope this introduction to what I can explain deeper and more, and more, involved, more, in a way that's more understood. So, esoteric and so hard to understand. So anyway, that's what it's all about as far as dream world. And yet, and yet they, they dream 24 hours a day. They dream 24 hours a day. And the Toltecs always use dreams as part of the cosmic uh, order and understanding of things. So the dream, the dream life, it's, it's, it's been known that the dreams, our dream life is very important to us 
like distance and reality. Okay? So that's going to be that I hope that introduces you to the, to the idea of why I'm a dream master. Okay? So that's it. I almost feel like you're in a dream now because it's still hard for me to hear you. And that's a concern yeah. of mine being in radio. But, uh, Tommy, <laughs> is does he sound like the sound is bending? To you, because uh, we'd like to make sure to bring bring John back as much as we can. It's still it's still going in and out for some reason. Yeah, uh, you know what? It's beyond my control. I call it heat interference. Uh, I'm going to have to figure something else out to be able to tie in because this is an iPhone X. It's the best uh, best cell phone in the world, and I and I use it as, as my new tool. And so it's supposed to do its job, and I'm really it's not so. I'm really disappointed, but I will come back again, and I will I will reintroduce myself, and I will explain what's going on as far as what I'm going to share. Well, yeah, we'll, uh, no we've got to figure something out so you can uh, be here and help us with all the people that we're going to be doing workshops and classes oh, with yeah. online in our in our group, and you know we fly under the flag of ACO, but. We have so many people, and I've asked John to help me with our Dreamwalker Club. We have so many social media groups, so many people in the world interested in so many topics. But I mean, my mission was to bring forth the Ascension Age, which I feel like I've done, and <clears throat> I've been writing books for years. And John uh, has been a friend and involved with me in our organization and association professionally, as a businessman for many years now, but we'll say for the record, uh, truthfully, three years, and he knows a lot of the same people that we have promoted with the ACO or under our way of uh, marketing and promoting friends of mine because uh, I only get involved with people I like and I know. And uh, Tommy can attest to that, but uh, we've met some people online, including Margaret last night, that Janet brought, and uh, it was very interesting. And so, you know, we're willing to grow our ACO Association and uh, see how that works. And John, hopefully, will uh, oh, be absolutely. willing to. I will, I, I, I'm coming back to help you. I've been, I've, I've, I felt the, uh, the calling to, the, to do my part. Uh, I've been kind of in the background and invisible, and, and, and now I want to be transparent and be able to help you and be a part of it. So I apologize for the, uh, the, the, the maybe maybe it's a, maybe it's where I'm at in uh, Texas that it's being very difficult. Yeah, to it could to. be. So maybe uh, maybe I have to go to a different location, but uh, I haven't really uh, uh, investigated yet because I have the knowledge to to, to do the things that make it work, and I thought my headset was going to be a work and it didn't so I have to apologize maybe it's my end it's not working very well but then I'll come, I'll come back again and I'll help you do this again. And if well you sound good now well see that's you what sound I mean. good it's, right it's, now what did you do I didn't do anything <laughs> I call it ET interference so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to let you take over in the show and Tommy it's very nice hearing from you again and, and, and being in touch with you again I really appreciate uh, hearing you and being involved again, and uh, let help out, and do anything I can, and, and you can advise and call me for any kind of advice you want or anything you need. I'll be there for you. So uh, you go. You go well, you sound good, John. Or, can you uh, let's see if we can rotate on subjects? If if okay. John and uh, I'll put your name up with his ACO Association, ACO any event questions? managers, Dreamwalker sure. 
I'm going to put dreamwalker.club. I thought uh, we don't have dreamwalker.com. We have dreamwalker club. So maybe that's a key that yeah, that my website title is, is My title is the Dream Master. My title is Dream Master. Dream Master. Okay. Well, we'll put that then. Dream Master. And uh, John Tinioka, ACSS, ACA Club Event Managers, and then Dreamwalker Club, and then put Dream Master. And now, uh, I don't, Tommy, had I mentioned that I was working on the Dreamwalker Club in our major uh, company and starting to promote that to you or not? Because John, uh, I'd like John to also, if uh, John, this may be a surprise. I haven't mentioned it to you yet, Tenayuka, but we need some support with Tommy and our UFO Association. And I know that you're uh, somehow affiliated or associated with many people from where you yes, used to live in California, but maybe you could help us with the UFO Association. I've had it for many Absolutely. years, back to 2006, with uh, Stanton Friedman and uh, George Filer, and then uh, mentioned it to Richard Dolan. And I understand you met Richard Dolan uh, yeah, in the desert or something, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, I wanted to see him at the, at the contact in the desert, and I met him, and uh, Richard, uh, uh, Dr. Jacob. And uh, uh, my friend, a personal friend, is uh, Connie Willis, who's an uh, investigative reporter for Chuck Norris, uh, Coast to Coast. She's the one that made the introduction for you. Dr. Jacob. To me, he's the, he's the premier uh, person of uh, the abduction uh, theory and agenda of what's going on. And uh, he's got the abduction research uh, center, I believe, website that's really, really involved in explaining it. So that's my, my beginning of what I know and how I will share it, but on a, on a smaller scale. So, everything you want to understand is the, is the subject of the, of the radio show tonight, today. And so, you know, I'd like to hear you introduce that, right? I mean, well, we hope to have Ascension Psychic Awakening because a lot of people uh, listen to various YouTubes, uh, mm -hmm. individual channels, and uh, Ascension is a lot of the key word. And uh, I got all that download in the eight, early 80s and was given a lot of material before I was even in the uh, New Age community, so to speak, or uh, I guess a metaphysician. Maybe I was born that way, John, I don't know. But everybody has a past, and because uh, I had uh, UFO contact experience, or we might say CE5 in today's time because of Dr. J. Allen Hynek, whom I met, uh, we honor that, and we want to write our own manuals for our own, uh, all the groups out there. And I understand you've been quite the uh, computer whiz, and you've kept up with all the people I haven't and all the links because I've been sort of out of pocket sure. with my husband for many years, but people have kept up with our experience. And mine was more of an ascension psychic awakening, but now I do work emotionally off-planet in my dreams and trans-dimensionally, interdimensionally located, bi-locating. We're going to have to come up with a whole new reality. And I know Dr. Stephen Greer, which I mentioned in last night's show, has come up with ways to speak to people about being pure of heart and mind, and, and if, you're, if your pure intention is to work with those above, he takes people out. And, and you know, whatever pro or con folks, uh, you know, we just have to keep an open mind with all these various groups because 
Dr. Greer has his own group, Dr. Michael Sala with his and the Exo News, and there's different people with disclosure projects. And mine, I've always flown under the banner of Ascension Center and Ascension Age. And so I've got on here Ascension Psychic Awakening and something that uh, people were interested with me going to and from Las Vegas a lot and back during the Michael Jackson days. And I lived in Hawaii was the fact that Area 51 was alive and well, but people didn't know about it back then. And when I'd sit at the casinos and take a break from Janet Airlines and doing uh, spiritual events and things like that in Las Vegas, people Mm -hmm. seemed to know who was coming and going. And it's roughly out in Rachel, Nevada, about uh, 50 miles out in the desert so i'm gonna try to get our dreamwalker energy you know dreamwalker mm-hmm. club and john mm-hmm. and, and to help us maybe do an event in texas that tommy daryl sims and a, a few of our aco association people maybe mm-hmm. uh tony r elliott but tony uh Tony has been our representative in the Southwest region for years as a press, our ACO press guy, and he wrote with me in UFO Digest. But he's been willing, but he moved out of, uh, let's see, he's moved over to Port Arthur. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know where that is, but it doesn't matter. That's closer in Texas. Houston has, Houston or Dallas has an international yeah. airport. And well, either one. Go ahead. Tommy has too, but a lot of people don't care for the smokers. But there's, I've been to Las Vegas so many times. But tell us, uh, Ascension Psychic and Area 51 and Dreamwalker Club, so uh, we can talk. And Tommy and uh, we're looking to see tonight how to pull all these levels of consciousness together, but. I want to get involved with artificial intelligence because off-planet, I've worked with a lot of ships, John. And you talk you know, about in our dreams, and I've worked with a lot of people in other realms. And I want Tommy and me and you to come together and form some type of an alliance. I have the Allied Command, one of our websites. And I feel like that my guides are those that I'm in touch with off-planet they really do want to guide us, and I feel like I've always been guided. But Tommy had out-of-body near-death, and I did. So, Tommy, uh, John, let me sort of get Tommy involved here, and we will rotate, folks, so uh, we'll test the sound out. But with artificial intelligence, with the fact that we're human, biologicals, and then the fact that we're coming and going from the planet, even when we're out of body, or uh, science can prove that you are leaving your body at night. If anybody really wants to get in and study, you know, beta, alpha, theta, delta, gamma, sigma, and tau are the seven levels of your your thought process. And I get that right off the top of my head. But Tommy, it's your turn. Take the floor, and uh, we'll pass the ball. You guys can watch it for about five minutes or so. But Tommy, give me an insight. Ascension Psychic Awakening Area 51, and you've always thought. Las Vegas, but now MUFON, there may be something going on right now with MUFON or with Paula Harris or speaking at something. John, you may want to pull it up and look, see if there's an event right now. But, Tommy, yeah. what would you think? You've, you've mentioned for years, Tommy, you'd like to get something going. So you want to talk on that? 
bringing Ascension and 51 and Vegas meeting each other? I've not met you. Well, there's a lot going on right now. I listened to about 10, 15 videos last night, uh, listening to what everybody's saying, what everybody's talking about. And, I mean, there's no common ground. There's nothing that would relate to something happening in the present and to people. And, and sadly, because I, I, it just got really quiet. PJ, that noise is on your line, just so you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Because it's crystal clear now. So yeah. uh, I, can, I, can, I can hear it clear, too. Okay, yeah. there so what, I, what I'm trying to say is, uh, I, I'm going to a problem with my phone company. Hear what? Yeah, I hear it from your end too, uh, DJ. Yeah, let me turn now that off. Away. Now it's going away. Okay. It go away. Yeah, it's definitely what's coming from your end, I think. Okay. Can you get the microphone closer Great. to your, your mouth? Maybe you can move it a little bit. Yes, I'll get back on my cell phone. Let me, I'm a, I've got this one open because it's cheaper on my uh, line, but I'll go back on my cell phone. But this is my house phone. But it will st- I'm just going to put it on, and you guys talk for a minute. I'll come back in in a minute, Tommy. I'll put this I'm, one yeah. down. Okay. I'm, I'm anxious to hear what Tommy has to say. All right. Just in case I get cut off, you can fill in, John, all right? Because uh, mine, sure. mine, I'm getting I'm in some kind of problem going on right here. Uh, so now here's what I'm what I'm noticing. I mean, I'm listening to the New Age speakers, the spiritualists, the futurists, all the UFO people. I mean, they're all telling everybody everything's beautiful. They're all going to get what they want. You can get what you want, and all these nice uh, I call them airy fairy words. Uh, and when we speak about things, I can only speak from the truth. And the truth that I perceive that's really happening in the physical world in the moment. I'm not talking about the near future. I'm not talking about the distant past. I'm not talking about far in the distance or far in the future. It's right now it's more concerned. People have to pay their rent, go to work, buy their food. So when we talk about all these things these alien races are doing for us, and I challenged, I was trying to challenge this lady yesterday we had on our show. But I didn't get to. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm one for doing that. I, you met me, and you know that. Uh, I don't sit back when somebody's telling stuff that's not going to help the human race in any way. I mean, all these, mo- all this money being made on with these people telling people more stories about how great everything is. And I said, do you know how many people live on this planet? I, I don't think they have a, a rationalization, res- rationalization of how many people really live here. I mean, there's 7.4 billion people, but the rationalization is, like, they must think everybody is okay. And sadly to say, 92% of the planet's starving, homeless, living in, in, in uh, abuse. So when these people go, everything's great, because they got a house, they got a roof over their head, they got a nice car, they got food in their refrigerator, they go out for dinner whenever they want. Their life is okay to them, or even good. And even at that point, they still have to go out and drink every night. Or, or, or every, go out and party every other day. I mean, they're still not really happy, even though they say they are. And what I what I promote is people with money, and people with money uh, kind of say they're spiritual. And I just wrote a big long letter to a couple people. One name is Ekitoli. One is Deepak Chopra. I wrote a letter to the Pope every day now, uh, and listen to what they say. And what they tell people is not going to help them in any way to go out and live their life. Sure, oh, pray, and everything will come to you, and God protects you, and, and Jesus is always there. Uh, 
sorry, that's not the way life is. That's not the way it is. And then these people going on about these aliens, all the good aliens. I mean, I, I dealt with a few here and there, but the good aliens can't override the bad aliens. Oh, we would be a better race right now. It's the bad race and Lucifer and the dark demons and all those other things that have effect over us, which I got involved with when I got involved with the Montauk Project uh, and the people involved with that. So we're at a place where we need to look for the truth, but not somebody else's. Because that truth, is, is, it might sound good, but it's not really helping the world. I mean, if we base our reality in the United States alone, Thomas Jefferson created the right to be free. He, he gave us the right to form a militia. And after 9-11, it was taken away from us. If you form a militia in the United States, you're considered a terrorist group. So how far, where are we going with all these speakers? I mean, these people come and spend two, $3,000 to listen to people talk. They go home. What did they go home with? Oh, he said something about being a duck. He said, oh, he saw a ship. I mean, what's going to help them in life? Now, all these spiritual people say, close your eyes, think of this, uh, and think of peace, and think of quietness. Yeah, it's a good place to go, but it doesn't change reality. I mean, uh, hold, hold, can you take it over? I'll be right back. i got to get this. Hold on. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, John, I'll, just... I'll, keep going, I'll keep going with you with your train of thought, because uh, you are saying, you're, you're speaking from the heart. And I do hear you saying that truth is very important. And, you know, I, I have a story that I always share, and it's in my book, that, you know, I feel like we're in the desert, and uh, the horses are, and there's horses, wild horses running around. They want to be free, free, free spirit and free will. And that's kind of a, a, a universal right. It's a cosmic law that says that we should have free will and free spirit. But that seems to be taken away in certain times, in certain ways. And so I do agree with you, Tommy, in the sense that, you know, it's, it's even a, a misunderstood or, or we're being misled in a way, but the deal is, is that when I talk to these horses and I would bring them to the water in this oasis, it's clean and clear and fresh and, 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 and water is there to drink. The poor horses forgot how to drink the water. So they go to the, the water to the, to the oasis, to the, to the water well, the spring, the water spring is coming out, and they forgot how to drink the water, which is true. So, you know, it happens in, uh, and, and there's nothing I can do about it, and I, and I, and I can't force the water to was throat. I mean, if, they, if they're starving and they're suffering from dehydration, and the water's dead. It's the truth. There's nothing I can do about it. I can just walk away, and, and that's a sad thing for me to do because I feel really bad and sorry for these horses. So I kind of feel like that's kind of the story that I tell in general. We're misled, and uh, I have to uh, say that for the Toltec wisdom and knowledge, which we need to understand, the Toltec wisdom that I've defined in a very simple way. Which is where I come from. My 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 my, my background is Toltec, uh, uh, Indian uh, civilization and empire. Right? Is that uh, Toltec wisdom for me? For anybody who wants to know what I believe, in, and I feel this is what it is, is that you have to understand the difference between what is good and evil, and that seems to get really blurred and and and, and not and not understood understood or recognized. So then I try to, you know, make it more simple and say that it's about love, you know. And the theory of chaos is about death and destruction. And the theory of creation is about the, the guiding light of love and, 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 and you know, unconditional love for each other. And I always go back to the, Indian, to, to the Indian spirit of saying that, you know, Mother Earth is our home. 
And, uh, and when he was explaining to me that there's 7.5, there's actually 8 billion people. There's only 40% of the resources left for us to live on. And they're being, and they're being excavated and, and, and consumed at a rate that's, that we can't. By 2000, 2050, I don't know how we can uh, survive with 15 billion people on only 40% of the reserves of world resources left. So I don't know where we're going to end up going with it. So, and I'm not going to predict or anything. I'm just, I'm just concerned. And I, and I know what Tommy was trying to say. I understand what he was, what he's trying. In, in a way, I think I understand exactly what he's trying to explain. But it's just a simple thing for me. For me, I always tell people, you're going to explain something, simplify it, make it simple for everybody to understand. Don't try to turn it into some uh, legalese or some scientific theory that only a PhD could understand or a rocket scientist. Just simplify the problem and then try to understand the solutions can be uh, much easier than all the bureaucracy and the way we're looking at things and the scientific uh, uh, approach and all the other different uh, ways of seeing a problem. Just look at the solutions. Instead of focusing on the problem, let's focus on the solution. And it's also you know, conserved and not be uh, going beyond our living beyond our means, and uh, because you know, in, in to my book, in my book, success is not how much money you have in the bank. Success to me is that you have everything you want in life, and then you're happy. And when you're happy, you know, then you're gonna you need love. You need love in your life. And when you have love, you know, uh, it it all makes sense because then it, then that, then you'll have peace of mind, and you won't be stressed and having a stroke and a heart attack over there. You won't be cancer with stress being a killer. And then we could find happiness and health because I believe our, our health is our wealth. And we forget about that. You know, we forget about the body being a temple and that we don't, we don't take care of ourselves. We get into uh, you know, fast foods and we, we process foods and we eat foods that aren't really good for us. The water, I don't get the water anymore uh, because it's, you know, it's got uh, chemicals in it. So, you know, if we can have pure spring water, like I was thinking towards the oasis, have spring clear water. I think we'll be much healthier in our, in our, in our ways of seeing things. Our, our minds will be clear instead of being muddied or polluted. And and to me, that's to me that's kind of the secret. Uh, I'm so sorry about that. Just so you know, I'm okay. still here. I got a call from the phone company saying my phone bill was $150 more. I, well, I said that's crazy. It's impossible. Uh, so I just had to tell him off. But uh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. I mean, I don't have the money to do it <laughs> if that's the case. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just go back to what you were saying so that we can stay with you. Right. Okay. What I was trying to get to uh, as far as where we're going and like I heard parts of what you said. Uh, we have, we could have the most beautiful planet in the universe. We could have the most incredible food supply. We could have the best living conditions if, the, the big complicated word, IF, if we could work together as a people. I don't even care what race we are, but it doesn't matter if we could work together. I mean, even defense, we would have the best defense in the universe if we worked together. And sadly, all these people tell everybody everything's beautiful, everything's okay, go out and pray or go out and meditate and everything will be fine. I said, Action is much more important than prayer is in the moment. If we're in Atlantis, I mean, we wouldn't have to be praying anyway. But we're in planet Earth in in 2018, where every action we do only seems to bring us down. 
the sports we watch, the things we do, the games we play, everything. Everybody has, I just said this, how many people have to drink in the world? How many people in the United States have to drink to be social? Why do we got to put things and do things to our body to be social with other people? It's, it's mind-boggling. And I'm, I'm going through this this week. It's just building on me because I, I, the more I hear and I hear things and, and I say, uh, and even in Hawaii, the killings, the murders, and, and, and all the things that are happening. And I said, you know, you go to the most beautiful place in the world and you got horrible things going on. I mean, there is no such thing as beautiful. I mean, the trees might be beautiful, the ocean might be beautiful, but mankind seems to destroy it and destroy themselves along with it. And as far as the food, like you said, our food is could be important and incredible, but mankind has been destroying the dirt, which takes all the vitamins out of plants that grow in it, for the past 50 years. Then they put radiation and chemicals and, and, and metals in the air, to contaminate the air in our bodies. Then they fill the air with frequencies that are destroying the brain. And now, do you know what's the number two killer in the United States right now? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I know drinking was bad and, and drugs were bad and cancer and heart. and Well, heart is really the worst. Brain is number five. But mm-hmm. Alzheimer's disease is killing number two. Because of the metals they're putting in chemtrails that people breathe, and it goes straight to the brain. So we have serious problems. I mean, we just can't pray they go away because the government, I was friends with Michael Murphy. He was the first person to go public with chemtrails, and he traveled the world. He went to every country. He tried to talk to the prime minister, the governors, the mayors. He talked to everybody he could, and nobody could say a word to him or would. I wrote a letter to Congress. Uh, and he turns around and sends me a letter back. Well, they're chemtrails. I said, no. I mean, he goes, chemtrails. I said, you know the difference between chemtrails and chemtrails? They're two separate entities. And then he sent me another text back, call this Department of, of the United States government. Uh, so, in other words, he, he didn't want to go any further because he didn't know what he was talking about. But even the harp system, I called the White House when I first found out about it many years ago. And they sent me a 50-page package the day after. came special delivery to my house. And I threw it away. Once I opened it up and started reading, I said, this is a baloney. And I threw it away. I should have kept it to show the ignorance of what they think we are. Because in it, it says the harp system is just like a 12-volt battery. It's not putting out any real powerful energy. It's only for tests. And they gave this. But it was 50 pages long. So, I mean... I'm not against the government. I know the government needs to protect the, the world and the United States, but they only care about protecting the rich people because all these underground cities and everything else they're doing. Uh, but see, when you talk about truth, I don't know how you are about it. I, I can't say anything other than the truth. Most people are afraid of it, and they call it negative. If you live in a smog and you breathe it in every day and you say, hey, we live in a smog, oh, that's negative. No, you try to move. You try to put a mask over your face. You do something. It's the saying is, if it's not broken, don't fix it. But if it is broken, you need to fix it. We need to fix the problems. And if we don't start now, we will never have a chance to do it again. I mean, every day the government puts more stuff in in place, like the fracking and destroying the planet with toxins and and all these other things. I mean, I I, I went into it a little bit yesterday about what Hawaii did with the fracking and the geothermal plant. And now up in Alaska. But the main thing is, 
when the anodic story comes out and explodes wide open, and, and I was told to do this, and I'm telling everybody out there, watch the, the, the third version of Alien vs. Predator. It's kind of an over-exaggerated story of what's really happening up in the Antarctic. Now, we have a group, two people here in Hawaii that's on top of the UFO world. They just put a video up them yesterday of filming what's going on in the Antarctica and all these grooves in the snow and these tracks and these, all these artifacts and stuff. And they said, what is it? What is it? What is it? So it's going to break. I mean, there's been famous people there. The astronaut that went there got definitely sick and had to leave, but he said he saw aliens. But uh, the older these people are, I think the less people respect them. And I hate to say that. I mean, I'm getting old as well. But uh, when people hear an old person, well, he's just going delusional. He's going crazy. Now, if you pull up, and I'm telling everybody to pull this up, Russia rushes in in fear of the United States uh, starting a war with an alien species. Pull it up. There's a lot of pictures there. There's a lot of stories. They're saying the people that saw the ship crash, a chemical company blew, and it, it put all this gas in the air, and they all started hallucinating. They, I mean, they're coming up with ridiculous scenarios of how these people saw something, why Russia's fleets are going there. I mean, people need to wake up to reality. Oh, well, that's not real. We can, like Trump says, everything's fake news. Uh, everything he says is fake, so where do we go from there? How about the truth? Uh, nobody wants to hear it, because then it means you might have to get involved with life, with being out there in the real world, facing, facing the reality, facing what we did. And people, uh, I guess, I'm sure you're aware how people don't want to talk about reincarnation. Well, if I come back, I'm going to be this or I'm going to be that. Your karma says definitely not. Uh, you are going to come back, but not what you think you are. And I say, here's a simple scenario, and I'll, this is my, my last thought. Simple scenario. If Say, 10 million people are going to come back in the next lifetime. Are they going to all be rich people in a nice house and everything? When the percentage of poor people is super high. If, say, even 1 billion people die today, are they all going to come back rich and famous and, and, and everything else? Uh, the karma has them in poverty right now. And we are what we are as karma-wise as well. I mean, the earth has its own karma. And we choose to be part of that because we're here but we each create or remove karma from our reality. And when we avoid the truth, and I, I just wrote this to a couple millionaires right now that are talking about this, that, and the other thing. I said, you know, money is not the answer. And I mean, Jesus said it many times, but here's the truth. I just realized because of what one person did yesterday, these rich people, they can wake up. And I just came to the conclusion after what I heard uh, uh, Bill Gates did. He donated $100 million dollars to poverty schools yesterday. So he's not donating $1 million. He's donating $100 million. That takes somebody with some kind of an awareness to do something like that. Because uh, people like Oprah, I've been trying to get in touch with her for 15 years. Uh, she'd rather talk to Deepak Chopra and Epitoli. And I said, look, give me five minutes. Give me 15 minutes. And then maybe you'll think about God. Think about the truth behind who and what you are. Rather than saying, it's there are people that say they have no ego, they have no karma. I mean, really, what do you teach people about life and death? I mean, we're all going to die, no matter how much money these people have. Look, I've been, I've been going on pretty long, but uh, I'll give it back to you. Uh, TJ, you still there? Because everything sounds quiet right now. 
Well, yeah, I was just going to say, I was going to share, share something along those lines, if, it, if it's all right, TJ. Uh, 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 but uh, my dad always said that death is an illusion, and there's no such thing, and that it's life after life, that the spirit never dies. And Chantel, uh, uh, you know, she uh, can't her last name, but it's an alignment of the spirit. Uh, you know, everybody forgets about how powerful the spirit is. And I say that the spirit is divine and it's eternal and it never dies. And it's, a, it's an energy that never dies. So, you know, the life force energy of the spirit is very eternal and it's, uh, and it's immortal and it's invincible. So I, I would like to say that the spirit body is what is, is in existence that stays within our dream world. And it comes back and forth, back and forth into the dream world, life and in the, in the conscious life. And we, we forget about how our, our, our body system works. And I have, you know, the, kind of the answer to that, but I'm not going to get into that. I just wanted to say that, you know, that the spirit is what it's all about. And, the, and when I talk about the spirit, I talk about the Indian spirit belief of what the spirit oh, I, is. Oh, I, I agree. No, I'm not disagreeing. I, I use the word soul. We're soul. Soul never dies. Uh, but it fights the mind as far as the truth that it perceives in its reality. Uh, it, uh, spirit does, and soul doesn't die, uh, but it does come back if it's tied to this world. So uh, well, let's, pull I, the, I, let's pull in the topic of tonight's show because we're getting sure. a little off topic. But Ascension Psychic Awakening, and I put Area 51. So we need to talk about Area 51 because we're in the last hour. We've only got 50 minutes left. So people are going to hear about Dreamland, okay? So what do you guys know about tying in Dreamland, Area 51? And uh, we can pull in the general intelligence that, uh, and have uh, John come back again because he mentioned Joseph Campbell and a far cry from the official Star Wars sites. And everybody knows I have a Facebook group called Star Trekkers and Star Warriors, because uh, Lucas originally had two drafts of Star Wars, and Joseph Campbell's hero with a thousand faces in 1975. They say that having read that years before college, that that was the blueprint. And uh, uh, we just happen to have John here that talks about Joseph Campbell, so I'm going to go back and put it in in the description. But, uh, John, between Campbell, Star Wars, and The Matrix, did you study any of the Hollywood? Because uh, you lived in California and worked a lot with Hollywood people and myths and legends. But I know you're here to help us uh, create this great association to bring people together because we surely need business help to do that. But can you pull together Dreamland into this somehow with yeah. Dreamwalker? Well, Yes, I'll try to explain it. See, I'm going to simplify it. You know, I'm going to make it simple so you can understand it. That I'm not going to complicate it. I'm not going to sound, you know, fancy with any, about it. I'm just going to say that uh, our third eye, which is our mind's eye, can see a lot more because our, our naked eye is all can see like 10 percent of the universe right now. As we see, as we look out into the, out of our out of our eyes, out of our eyes naturally, but our mind's eye we can see the can see the universe and the galaxy and everything involved with the. What, what the matrix I would call it is basically the, uh, the mind control of, uh, of, the, of the, or less the propaganda of the document, believing this is the only way. And then the, I would say that the, uh, the openness of the free will and free, free, free will and free spirit, um, I'm not going to, I look at the soul as an interface, it's like, it's like the computer uh, software that interfaces between the physical plane, which is the body, and the mind. 
talking about artificial intelligence, I consider the software interface the soul between the mind, which is the metaphysical, and the brain, which is the physical. So what I say from that is that we uh, use the soul as kind of an interface, software interface, and the spirit occupies the whole life force energy of the body. That's why you have this key in, in, in martial arts, you see uh, how we can do that in a miraculous way with energy. And you know, I can I can explain energy in a way that our body would. And in a simple Indian way, I say it, you know, is that you know you have positive and negative energy like the atom, and we and, and we depend on what we feed. We feed them because it's two worlds in our body, two worlds of energy. And if we feed the good world, then we'll have positive energy at a dominant life. If we feed the bad world, a negative energy, we're going to have the bad world dominant life. We're going to do bad things. And if you just understand energy. And realize that that's what Tesla was always talking about. The, the energy of, of the, of the is it, it should be free, you know, and the free will, the free, and the free mind, the free the mind, that you know you can see things and not be blinded by the, by the uh, I would say the corruption or the, or the lies. Because I believe that we are the island of truth, and that we uh, everything around us is lies, lies. We have to determine that through discernment and have that. Uh, our, our ability to see the difference between what is good and what is lighting or stars, and know the difference of what it's all about, and be able to uh, be able to understand that. So that's the area fifty-one. But area fifty-one, when you talk about area fifty-one in Nevada, it's a very interesting place. Opposite government control. I believe that area fifty-one is about uh, using the reverse technology of these two ships that have been called uh, that, uh, reverse starship. And I believe that, that you know that we've been trying to study that the, the, the antimatter and the reverse uh, propulsion of uh, the energy that goes into making these ships go interstellar. And Stephen Gray always talks about that. So it's an interesting uh, proposition to think that AFCT1 is really about taking EC knowledge and EC technology and trying to reverse it so that we can put it into our uh, science and, and abilities to use that to, to be able to, to, to travel, you know, with, without having to have, uh, you know, like going to space and you know, all that uh, combustion and everything is a little more. It's interesting. It's interesting. I, I'm not going to say I'm an expert on that yet, but I do understand that it is, it is about reverse psychology and it's, it, it, it testing uh, these, uh, these ships and they're trying to create the same type of ability to do that. So I think that's interesting. I mean, I believe that. That's my, my thought. That's all I can say about it. Well, Joseph Campbell lived uh, 1904 to 87, and he made a book called The Hero with a Thousand Faces. And I'm going to go yeah. ahead and put moongadget.com up because we don't have data yet on our dreamwalker.club. But uh, John is very prolific and a good computer uh, writer, and he's on the process of writing his many, well, at least a series of several books, so we'll have him back to discuss more about that. But uh, The Hero with a Thousand Faces. Now, did you read that book uh, about Joseph oh, yeah. Campbell? So yeah. can you give us an idea of what he was trying to say? Uh, well, let, let me give you an example. There's The Call to Adventure, and then in Star Wars, Princess Leia's message, and then The Matrix, Follow the White Rabbit. But the next example, uh, that's called departure. The initiation, number two, is the road of trials. In Star Wars is a lightsaber practice. And in the Matrix is uh, sparring with Morpheus. Now, 
the return, sorry, refusal of the return by Campbell. Luke uh, Skywalker said, Luke, come on. Luke wants to stay to avenge Obi-Wan. And in the Matrix, Neo fights Agent instead of running. And in common myth elements, because we're going to be dealing with the dream state and dreamwalker and hopefully have an event uh, that we can support uh, with our ACO Association and the various people that are writing books in the author's book club we have, but common myth, mythic elements. Uh, with Campbell, the world's mundane and special, okay? The mentor, the oracle, the prophecy, failure era. In uh, Star Wars was planet side versus the Death Star with Obi-Wan, Kenobi, Yoda, and Luke with Overthrow the Emperor. And uh, then in the Matrix, reality versus the Matrix, Morpheus, the Oracle, Morpheus will find, and Trinity will fall in the early version of the script. But, you know, what we're doing is trying to bring people and give them uh, symbols, analogies, and how to work with us. So first of all, you guys have to help me convince people that we've been doing this radio show for how many years to promote getting together, Tommy, for an event. And uh, now apparently that's going to happen, Stargate to the Cosmos. But after six years, I think I'm finally going to lay down my Matrix, Star Wars, and Joseph Campbell myth group and anthropology. And I have the Ace Folk Life myth group or Ace Folk Life and the ACO and the Ascension Center and bring it all together with you guys. So help me out here, John. Okay, you well, said let me, you, let me did, you, know, you heard what I said. So see if you can pull sure, it let together. Me, let me just jump in a little fast. And I, I don't want to say, TJ, uh, it's been kind of a path that we've crossed that, uh, that uh, has brought us to this uh, uh, understanding that since I met you, uh, the radio show, if you had a guidance and help, called Ascension Studio. And it's all about Ascension. And, and when you talk about Ascension, you're talking about freeing yourself and freeing the mind and the will the spirit from the trap. And there's a trap that's been set, I believe, in a way that we fall into this vicious cycle called reincarnation. And everybody in the New Age tries to elevate it and tries to uh, uh, elevate it to some level of uh, uh, some kind of, a, you know, idol, idolize it and say, this is, this is the way, this is what happens, this is how it works. But to me, I believe it's a trap, it's a vicious cycle that we get caught into. It. And, it, and it's really bizarre when I say that uh, the that that ETs are Part of it between the 10th and, and, and the 9th dimension, 3rd dimension, 2nd and 3rd dimension, and the 10th dimension. And I could say that there's only 13 dimensions until we go to the dimension of this. There's no more than that. And it's just like the atom. There's only so many protons, neutrons, and protons that are inside the atom that still circulate. Create the atom in the molecular structure of, the, of our world, the way we see the mind and matter. I try to look into that when I, I get into uh, the actual travel. travel of how I, 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 you know, I'm able to uh, go into that realm. I call it the realm, the spiritual realm. And my spirit is free to travel and move by going to different uh, areas of the, of the universe. And I see things that I never thought were possible. And it's, uh, real, it's, a, it's a reality. So uh, I'm just going to say that I cross over after maybe the shaman that I was, and now that the second master that I am, uh, that I will ascend and not be stuck in the trap of reincarnation, the vicious cycle of reincarnation. And I think there's this term that's called the another earth has been trapped into a, into a, what I call it, uh, the earth, taking earth. You know, it's not be like mother earth meant it to be. And that the grandfather spirit in the sky is 
always watching over us to show, to show us that the way once we open our eyes and our eye, and mind's eye to see that there is a way to free constitutional rights and the bill of rights and all that we have to take advantage. But there's a right in the universe that, that says that we have to be a free will and a free spirit. And I think that's what I think that's what's being lost in the process of this reincarnation cycle. So that's what that's my that's my input. That's my take on it. And, that, and Joseph Campbell tries to open the mind and see the mind and the mind's eye and to look outside of the box instead of being stuck in the box and see that there is other ways to see and understand and visualize and understand what is going on without being blinded. And I call it spiritual blindness. But when you're when you're spiritually awakened, then it all makes sense. It's all, it's all visible. And if your mind dies, it all makes sense rather than using misunderstood. So, I mean, that's why people are in the right way, not to take in the wrong way. So, Tommy, what's your, what's your, what's your take? Tommy? I'm here. Uh, for me, uh, I have my experiences. I, I work with a few people that I consider main people in the UFO world. One of them, I won't say his name because a lot of people don't like him and he's in jail right now, but uh, he was the first person going out to Area 51, filming the ships come in here every other month, I mean every month with a group of people until they snagged that he, that he was doing that and they bought all that property around Area 51. I did a conference out there next to it. I mean, I watched the buses load up and go into the base and everything else on a daily basis. They fly them in and they put them in this bus and they bring them there and all that. So it's still a secret, top secret uh, base for things going on. But I met somebody who I made friends with. Uh, I guess I'll say his name. Uh, Charles Hall. He was one of the people stationed up on Area 52, which is on, there's four levels of Area 51. And the higher you go, the worse the aliens get. Not, no, that's not a joke. But uh, the tall whites were there. And he was working with them, and the government allowed it because they were friends with him. I mean, he learned to work with the children and everything else. The to- See, people don't talk much because they don't have any experience. And I only want to talk to people that can talk about something that, that have the experience with it, for real. They will burn us and destroy us if they touch us. So we can't be next to them in a physical content, uh, connection. But they did offer the United States government passage to a planet that's exactly like planet Earth. And they wanted to bring us there. And our government says, no, give us the technology, we'll go there ourselves. And that's how it kind of stayed. I don't know how it is right now. Maybe there's a new bargain deal going down. But on top of that, the race is different than the, the tall whites. People mistake the tall whites for the, the, for the Nordics. And the Nordics are, are, cons- are considered a good race of beings. And the people that I met that work with them, I did a conference out in Area 51 who said he works with the Nordics. He couldn't say one smidgen of proof of what it meant. He said, oh, they saved him in a car crash. I said, okay, what else? He goes, they work with me all the time. I said, name one other thing they do for you. He goes, they do everything. I said, name one thing. I mean, we had a a big battle. Not a battle, but he said what he said in his conference when he was talking. I mean, we had a three-day conference, and we each had three parts. Each had a different part of the day. Uh, Nyara Isley was with us, too, as well. And it was the three of us speaking. And uh, what came out of that, Area 51 has so many things going on. But it doesn't help anybody in the United States as far as public people 
to learn about aliens because what what goes on is not going to come out to the public for at least another 25 years if planet Earth stays here that long. And as far as what they're doing inside that base, a few people that I know, uh, there's so much going on. Now, the ships that landed there were giant motherships. And uh, they used to come in on a Thursday night. My friend used to get a van, get six people to pay for the van, and drive up there and go inside and film it. And I saw many videos that cannot be shown anywhere on this planet, uh, and the person that has them is in jail. So whether they conversated him, which I'm sure they did, because uh, he's in jail for six years, so uh, obviously they went into his house and took everything he had, uh, which were these videos. He had one of President Kennedy getting shot from the front. Uh, he had one, one video of aliens being cloned, and that's what cattle mutilation is all about, which I challenged Linda Moen Howell about many times. Uh, so, yeah, I'm a rebel. I'm for the truth. Nothing but the truth, only the truth. Uh, lies and stories don't help us. Daydreaming, I understand what you're saying about dreaming, because I worked with dreams for many years, and I kind of got more into the present right now because that's where I'm at and what I have to do. But dreams are incredible, and you can work through your past lives and understand everything else in between all that. I mean, there's different states when you go into the dream state, when you go into the, the state when you do leave your body, and, and all those things. But being aware is, is this, there's three ways to dream. Seeing you're dreaming, like looking at yourself dreaming, being the person in the dream, or looking at yourself being the person inside the dream. And that's the, the most uh, aware state you can be in in that moment. Like you said, you can create it and, and recreate it and do all different things. I used to wake up, every time I had a bad dream, I would just go back and rearrange the whole dream. Because I never wanted to leave myself in that state into the negativity or, 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 or numbness or whatever words you want to use. So yes, dreams are critical, but you do have to learn how to translate them. I mean, when you're just starting on this path, it is a learning. How do you work with dreams? How do you know what a dream is? How do you give it a classification? And that's, a, that's called a dream log. And you have to know how to create a dream log. But uh, getting back to, uh, oh, you said the person that wrote all that stuff, uh, the author, uh, the one that, he, he did all the ancient stories, uh, all the theories. Yeah, Joseph Campbell. Well, I knew him, but I knew his wife. Do you know, after he died, his wife spent the next five years trying to find out what he was trying to say. So, I mean, he was living with his wife, and there was no communication about it, uh, which is, I mean, she didn't, maybe she just didn't agree with anything or want to hear it at that time. But after he died, she pulled out every book and everything that he did and, and tried to learn what he was really teaching. Uh, I had, the teacher that I was with made me, we had to do a workshop with every, because he, he used to be on every week, and we had to do a workshop on what he spoke about. Uh, yeah, he was an incredible person. I mean... I don't agree with everything he said, but a lot of the things have rationality which pertain to how mankind perceived it and what they created from it, which is critical. Well, who are you speaking was, to about Joseph Campbell? Joseph wife? Campbell, yeah, his wife. So you yeah. know about him. I'm very impressed. Oh, I, I studied I with him. I studied with oh him. Oh, my gosh, Tommy. What? You could, oh, he my gosh, in, there's so much we don't know about you. I, I did everything. Amazing. Uh, but it's, well, tell me, you I knew learned, Joseph Campbell because he was very, very powerful. He's like uh, Philip K. Dick with Total Recall in terms of endearment. 
I mean, the hero with a thousand faces, geez. I mean, we're getting people approaching us about doing uh, content provision for documentaries and videos. But I had no, I mean, you guys, I can't wait to learn what all you know. But Tommy, you never, you, I've never even seen a full resume on you, folks. Folks, that's well, why I, I want this I association because we need to bring all this brilliance together and the people that have studied all these things that well, could mean something extraterrestrial. The one thing that I'm proud to say, I got to be with many elders across the United States, including, to me, the most important elder, which was the head of the, the uh, oldest elder of the Hopi tribe. And for me, I, there was three other tribes, but the Hopi people were the only people in the United States in the beginning of planet United States. So, uh, and what they went through, how they came out from underground and all that. I was with Thomas Minyaka a month before he died. And at that point, because he carried the Hopi prophecy, three other people did. Uh, James Kimi had it. He died two years later after he carried it. Uh, Thomas uh, Minyaka had it for I don't know how long. Then Tommy James Kimi took it over, and then somebody else, an elder, took it over, and they all died. I mean, it's still there, the Hopi prophecy. But people kind of twisted the New Age people, take it. I mean, it was written in caves underground, which they only found rather recently. So his teachings, that he, I shouldn't say his teachings, he went around the world lecturing. Uh, he tried to put some of his truth out there. But uh, don't forget, years ago, Native people weren't respected ever. And in a lot of places, they're still not, not by government, not by government officials, not by people like that. Uh, they're still considered demons. And that was the only reason why they felt pleasurable about killing them. So, I mean, certain things are beneficial. But here's, here's the bottom line. Maybe, John, maybe you can help me get closer to the truth for me to understand it. In 30,000 years, all the races that came here cannot teach a person, any person, what love means to another person, and what compassion within that relationship should be. I say simply, it's 100% giving. When you form a relationship, it's 100%. There's no other number. There's not 50, 60, 40, 80. It's 100%. If you can do that, and the other person can do that, your relationship will never end, ever. Uh, and that's true. not complicated. That's absolutely so, true. But, it's, called, it's called true love. It's eternal. Yeah, but we, we, we got... Yeah, I, I agree, and it's like... Why do people have to take love, twist it, oh, it's lousy today, and they give up on it? I mean, it grows. It's like a plant. You stop watering it, it is going to die. But if you keep watering it, even with a little bit of water, it's going to grow. Well, you know, you have to understand uh, the energy of love and the, and the wisdom of it. Because when you look at love, it's got the same energy as hate. They borderline each other, and they have the same power right. in a way. But love is more overcomes with that. And the thing about unconditional love, which is the kind of love I preach, or what I talk about, I don't preach, I don't have to go over and preach anything. But I do talk about unconditional love as being the most highest uh, uh, emotion and order of love, because you give without strings attached. And when you give love uh, in a way that, to me, is the strongest force in the universe, and the frequency is like great hurt, is the most perfect frequency in the universe. You have to understand that love, when you have that heat, or you have negative energy attached to love, you get jealousy, and it corrupts love. And jealousy is a type of emotional entrapment, emotional blackmail. It's a negative energy that, that gets attached to love, and it brings it down, and it takes away and corrupts it. So I have to say that if you want true love, like you mentioned, it's eternal. 
when you have true love with somebody, you talk about this twin flame and the things that, go, that last for eternity. True love and the real love is an eternal thing that always lasts. Right now, when you talk about past lives, you need again. But the love that I'm talking about, unconditional, is like spiritual love. Spiritual that, that Mother Earth has really brought us to. That she well, together, okay, no, no. Brothers and I, I, I agree 100% with that aspect. But here's here's a separation from me. Uh, true love, the only love that really matters, the love of God. If you don't know God, you can't say you love God. It's like saying I love the tree because it's there. But if you don't know God, you're not you don't know what you really love. Uh, I love because He loves us. Well, that's what most people would say. But to understand God, to love God, you understand what love is. I went through many lifetimes to get to this one. This lifetime, I understand why I came back, and it was about love, because when I was with Jesus. I saw these true, quote, spiritual people help kill Jesus. So when, when, when people say love is, love is what people perceive it to be, is not even close. Now, unconditional love is a separation in my view, because we can send love to everything, even if the whole world sends love to each other, all right? If they truly meant it and experienced it and everything else, it would be different. But, like, I'm going to send love to another country because they're in pain and suffering. It has to do something. It has to have the energy behind it to do something to cause change. Now, with 90% of the planet starving, all the unconditional love that people are sending around the world doesn't help those people, ever. So I'm, I'm more for, if you're going to send unconditional love, get involved and do something to make it happen as well. You care about people in other countries starving. If you've got $2, send it to them. Go there. Help them. You have to be active for love to be real. Because that, I mean, you say unconditional, and people use that lightly or heavily because why send unconditional love to everything uh, you, you just saw somebody rape somebody shoot somebody you're going to send them unconditional love God doesn't even do that so why should you you don't want to corrupt you know it it's just a real simple thing and that's what I'm saying you got to keep it simple don't corrupt it with other ideas and then change it because I'm just talking about you let me finish that unconditional love that Mother Earth gave us and I believe this is the energy spirit that comes from Mother Earth it's a, a type of love that we should all know each other as rich brothers and sisters. We're not corrupt, it's sex, or anything, anything jealousy, anything that could make a difference. I'm just talking about just pure, the type of love that a mother has for her children. The, you know, the nurturing, the, the caring, the protection, everything involved, involved around what I believe the mother is love, the mother's love of their children. That to me is the type well, of that's... love. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, no, that's incredible. And I try to corrupt it with anything else and I try to attach it and bring it down with any other type of ideas or energy or jealousy and corrupt it. That's all. And keep it Can you guys come up with a program to go in our uh, – folks, I have the ACE Metaphysical Institute, and I've been teaching since the 1980s. But these two guys may be able to help me work up something uh, – for the Cosmos Expos we're going to have in our Cosmos Connection. But I have the ACA directors and trainers who volunteer, but we also have experienced organizational coaches. And, you know, I'm trying to develop a team to promote, uh, promote a training uh, way of getting people certified as participants and uh, in our intensives and online with webinars. But if you two gentlemen would like to think about it, Ace Metaphysical Institute, I've got it on CosmosExpo.com, 
uh, COSMO, EXPO, Cosmos Expo, ACE Metaphysician Certification. But, you know, each one of these gentlemen could help us, and it could be a fundraiser, but we could learn from them. And you guys can each, uh, my courses I'm going to be teaching, and I'll talk to you guys offline about all that. But I'm very curious. Do you think you guys could come up with a way to help people that, you know, you can name the course and put it in the ACE Metaphysical Institute? Let me ask well, you this, because tonight is an interesting thing. I want to bring in this Dreamwalker Club. But uh, but go ahead, Tommy. Some thought came to you. But, you you know, I, well, I promote wait, a lot of stuff under ACO. I, I know I know John could create certain classes that he wanted teaching and can. Uh, and I know multiple classes that I could teach and want to teach as well. And I feel that's in the reality of the United States, there's no real spiritual school. I mean, teaching all the spiritual aspects of inner and outer of life and, and soul and everything else, because protection is one of the most critical things that very few people understand. Out of body experience, soul travel, all those words. Even even the idea of it, what what the desire is in, when you when you leave, and what, what 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 expectations in the inner worlds, what you can perceive, what you work with, and all those things could be classes. So yes, there is a strong uh, amount of different levels we can teach or classes we can teach, but uh, trying to get it to a point where we're ready to do it. I mean, I'm ready. Uh, I'm I don't know how John is about this as far as how far he really wants to go with it. But we do need to bring it out uh, for for people that are ready. I mean, like Jesus said, he who has no faith, follow me. He didn't, didn't want all these people that have programmed ideas to follow him. And he even told those people to leave their families. Why did he do that? Because their families were not ready to vibrate at a higher level. And once you start the path to vibrate, you start vibrating, and it does affect everybody around you, and they don't like it. Uh, they like it, like a light bulb. A moth will fly into the light because it needs the light, but it'll still burn itself and die. Uh, and all my life, even when I started working with the deity, I, I everywhere I went, it was like I was the light bulb, and it, they came to me, good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, so it's a matter of being able to teach something that's going to benefit people, and that's what we need to do. We have nobody has been doing it. I tried to do this many years ago. We had five spiritual people that said they were spiritual. I could say all their names, but uh, I don't want to say some. They're really famous people. And we were looking at this million-dollar home. Uh, it was designed by a woman that was working with an alien because there was an underground swimming pool. It was on top of a mountain. There was only one road to get to it, underground stables. It was built incredible. But uh, when we got there, everybody started fighting. All these so-called spiritual people were fighting with each other. It was bizarre. It was like you take two spiritual people that have a super strong ego and not willing to bend a little, it doesn't work. I look at the solution. You said ego. You have to be humble to teach anything like that at such a level. You have to get the ego out of the body, out of the system, out of your mind, before you can even afford to stop Soon, like you just said, you just told them, you just give the solution to the problem right there. As soon as you become ego driven, egotistical, ego minded, instead of God thoughts and God minded, you think like you know, God, then you're not going to be able to teach it. I mean, it's going to be everybody's going to fight, it's going to be jealousy, it's going to be competition, and everybody's going to argue. See, I, and one thing, John, what I, 
But what I do, I always say, don't believe a word I say. You have to prove whatever you're going to believe to yourself because you're the one that's going to live with it and, and, and deal with it. No matter what I say, that's not going to make whatever you perceive or go through better or worse. It's going to – the only thing I want to do is we help those people look for the way that they're going to find it for themselves. It's there. Everybody has the key to their own door. Whether they, yeah. It's the old saying, you can't push Absolutely. on a door that opens in. Everybody's an island of their own truth. Their own so truth. We, have, we have to be Maybe. willing to bring it out there. And, and nobody's doing it. And, and this, I mean, he gave $100 million to schools, but they don't teach important things in school, which is sad. I mean, if they teach, I mean, they're not allowed to say God in school. They're not allowed to have a flag in school. They're not allowed to do anything in school. What are they allowed to do? Take a program on how to build a house or how to, how to make corn muffins. But as far as being a, a real person, I mean, unless you go to college and take up psychiatry, psychology, then you get into that. But even that's a programmed idea. I just want to say this, and just to show you how far off we are. If you go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist, you cannot use certain words. You cannot say alien, and you cannot say God. When you do, you're already classified as crazy. I know. And to me, I, I, know that. I like to be crazy. I, I call myself crazy, go insane. Uh, and that's the way yeah. I feel that I feel comfortable. Yeah. Well, all I like to say, and I'm going to speak to you one more time, I come to everybody and I speak about these things. The humble spirit, and I speak from the heart and truth, and that's it. And I don't add any more to it. I don't even try to add, you know, uh, add anything else to it. This is what my heart says, and what it resonates to me is true. That's all I'm going to share. That's all I'm going to say. And that's where I start, and that's where I end. And that's how I finish my, 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 my section. Because today, it's about being a humble spirit. And the ego is not involved with that at all. Because of money. You know? Because to me, success is not about how much money you got in the bank. To me, success is that you have everything you want in life, and that you're happy, and that you're in love, true love, and that you have peace of mind. To me, that's success. Not about Anything else. So as a humble spirit, speaking from the heart and truth, that's me. And that's in my book. That's it. Folks, we're going to get down to the last few minutes. The Authors Book Club is for all my friends uh, that have been around forever that like to write books. It's for independent authors. Uh, 70% of the people that wanted to be authors are independents these days, and I'm working with various groups and science fiction and fantasy. Uh, we've been working with Bill and Tracer with Mid South Con, and I went and did panels there. It was a great, great 35 year experience with uh, Mid South Con uh, doing what they do. And I have Ace Metaphysical Institute, I don't market and publicize it to people because it's by uh, usually by invitation only, because time is so valuable. But if you're willing to work with us, and Tommy and John can figure out their schedule, uh, the membership is going to be open uh, for change, open enrollment for, uh, I've got Ace Metaphysical Institute and Ascension Center organization, but I'm going to pull it together. We're going to have a $195 membership fee, and it's going to be $50 to students and retired people. So that's a huge difference. But it depends on what we're going to certify them in and give you actual certif- 
certificate certificate and uh, those that we meet in person for final uh, giving it to you at an event and we will have a word ceremony and I'm working with various other groups uh, some people that have huge deals if you want to get involved in Hollywood uh, I've been working diligently for many many years putting this together worldwide when I was ready to step up to the plate and do the official ascension center uh, which is uh, to improve life for all members with love, kindness, caring, trust, integrity, and even team building, which not everybody can do. It takes a very special kind of person to extend the family so no one ever has to feel alone. And one of the gentlemen that agreed to help me, of course, was Michael Jackson. He's passed. The other one was Paul Rosenberg out of Hollywood, a producer, uh, he did uh, worked with Ron Howard and Brian Grazer, but he's passed. And you may remember him coming on the show with the soul, Go Soul First information. And uh, so I'm going to try this one more time. I almost quit, and I hate to say it, I was ready to roll up the welcome mat to improve, you know, economically our quality of life and balance, our budget of a self and family and community and nation and world and planet and galaxy and universe. But uh, I'll, if you guys have this stay power and the passion to help me, I will give this one more chance in my own life for body, mind, heart, spirit, education. But it's going to take more than me, and no one person can do this. We need an association. I've been working on it since the 1980s under the Ascension Banner. And, uh, you know, the Internet, I wanted the Internet, and I got the Internet when I was working in the government, and they were like, how do you know all this stuff? Uh, what do you say? I was born with it. I, I, I'm from off-planet, uh, reincarnation, out-of-body, near-death experiences, all of the above, but I did attract world notoriety. I was one of the best marketing and information technology type of people. Uh, I was known uh, with the Eco Expo back when we did the environmental. We did the, uh, well, Willie Nelson had his stuff there. Uh, Al Gore came out with, uh, it was really strange, but we did Eco Expo in California. And uh, then later on, I got involved with MUFON, but they were changing up their handbook. So we need a handbook. You know, we need a know who's involved and I've been working diligently with people all over the world but I want to be involved here in the United States of America so I have made American communications online and so anybody that has been familiar and uh, not too many will step up John you know that in business and you're trying to teach me how to be strong because we've been doing all this free Tommy you know how many years you and I have worked on this for free for the ACO and uh, building the, the goodwill for our Stargate to the Cosmos event that you and I aren't even going to be invited to be a part of. <laughs> so I'll just leave yeah, it at yeah, that. I would, I would just say that I think as a, as a colleague, I mean, I say, you have really one part time with the John, you're going to have to start yeah. over from when I stopped talking. I can't. I can't understand yeah. what you're saying, but I'll. Well, I'm not saying, but I'm with you. I'm with you on it. And, and Tommy, I, we've been uh, having an you know, it, It's like our time has come to help each other get to that point, so that we can help others. And I've I've had some experiences that I'm writing about right now that got me to this point, and now I'm really really uh, honored to be uh, 
as, you know, as uh, so that you know that I'm, I'm here with you 100%, 1,000%. So don't worry about it. it. It will happen. Okay? Well, John, you've got a wonderful Appreciate spirit. I've done my best to try to get people to help spiritually. I've, I've got a permit here. I've got to renew. Uh, matter of fact, I had to renew, and, and I got tied up with family. My daughter's dying of cancer. She's got nine months to live. It's hard to live under. But uh, with these... Getting people happen. together is amazingly hard, folks. And I'm doing my best because we've got so many groups, so many people thinking they're doing something in Facebook, and they're all slaves to the system and putting all their content for free that other people are are eating up, and yet our souls aren't benefiting. So well, uh, we've got to get organized that. to work as groups yeah. and associations and come together and pool the money together to keep going educationally. And the government recognizes those, uh, whether we want to do it profit or nonprofit, I don't care. I've got an unincorporated association. I fly the banner under Ascension Center ACO, and I feel like my mission was to bring and birth the Ascension Age. And I did this way before 9-11. I did this way before 2012, and I wrote about this for years and uh, my, I can prove it because I have a paper trail on uh, ufodigest.com in Canada. And before that, I was in the government. And people from around the world, when I was in and out of country, they said they liked my spirit and they knew I wanted to help the world. It was sort of like a good luck, you know, because yeah, they kept she, telling me until yeah. I got out there, I didn't understand, you know. But go ahead. What are you feeling there, John? I've seen, I've seen what you've done. I know what you've done. I've, I've, I looked at what you've and I know what you're saying is true and serious. And at this point, it's like, uh, what did you lie last year? My dad came to me and told me, it's time to help and try to share and write it down. So I've been doing that ever since. And this is the reason why we got together. And that's why I was a surprised guest, because that's why I'm here talking and sharing with you about what I believe is, is true. And it's from the heart and the humble spirit. So again, I'm here to help you with all I can do for you. Don't worry. Well, what will happen? I want to help. Other people. That's my Even goal. Everybody is, you know, it's 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 anybody who wants to open their heart and their mind and see what you see. I could tell you the horse story. The horse. Yeah, I really do believe that a lot of people want to drink the water and, hear, and know the truth. And it's just it's just a matter of knowing that it's water. And the truth is, is the real. You know, I mean, it's honest. It's straight. And there's nothing correct well, about it. I've had a lot That's of people right. offer me places to do it but they didn't really get me or grok me or they thought they did but what they would do is take my energy and use it for themselves and what they wanted to create and how they wanted to make money on their own or write their own books or have their own events and leave mm -hmm. me out or tell me it wasn't about the ascension or it wasn't about what we were yeah, working on that I thought we were together to build a team and they go mm -hmm. off and give everybody whatever they think they want and still uh, mm -hmm. It wasn't the things that I felt I was drawn to market and promote. So, folks, it's all about your passion. And if you can practice with your angels and guides or your deities or whatever from the beginning or your inception, all we're offering mm -hmm. is, is really right now is compassion and support. John, mm -hmm. I don't know what we're going to do because you know how it is from state to state. And the mission mm -hmm. of ACO is to support global humanity and fellowship and training. But at the same time, I had a spiritual community with a mission, and it's changed over from Ascension 
age, and I was ordained a universal life minister in a gold pyramid. So, you know, it's not just about soul and spirit and passion and love, but also what we can divine here and create and co-create and have Mm -hmm. synergy and serendipity behavior. And, John, you know about deja vu, and Tommy, you do too, but I really feel like it's time for us to find some way to build something. You know, I'm helping the Global Pyramid Conference. I thought for six years I had energy input to the Stargate to the Cosmos. And the reason Mm -hmm. that Tommy and Janet and Lynn Caston and Sasha and uh, Apollo out of Phoenix came to me, you know, Janet asked me to have a meeting with everybody and I was already a guest. Uh, My story, Actually, a being from out of space, a walk-in, if you will, with Dr. J. Allen Hynek meeting me and, and me being staying undercover with NASA and, and astronauts and, you know, traveling and how you get and go, what we're talking about in your dreams. But, you know, well, I just want keep it, to we'll help just keep it simple. We'll have, we'll keep the mission simple. I mean, simple, I believe, is just to open our hearts and minds to see the truth of what you're saying about how it's, it's important that everybody knows that what we're saying and what everybody needs to know is that it's about, it's about love, not money. You know, it's about love that makes the world go around, not money. Money makes the world go around. It is. It's about it's love. It is. Yeah. Bringing that's people together and letting everybody share what they It is. And if they can learn from the Dreamwalker Club that can be a part and a part of the ACE Metaphysical Institute, and we've got other people that's come on here with their metaphysical groups, uh, mm-hmm. It's what they teach. In the past, I've got it here for people if you want to look at the archives. But uh, mm-hmm. help us. And I don't care what name we call it because everybody's got a different group name and things and projects and tracks and groups. And, you know, students and shaman and spiritual science and UFOs and modalities of all types. So let's figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. And, John, I think – and, Tommy, really, I think the key word is love. And the ACO can be for ancient culture's origin. It can be for alien contact organization. It can be for uh, ACO Association, which I've got American Communication Online. The thing is, it doesn't matter if we all work together. And that's the part of the awakening classes, Ascension Center Psychic Awakening classes that we required over several weeks just so we can all finally hope Get on the same pages with our courses and complete them and say, you know, look, I'm a member of this. I, I completed this. I understand this. I'm enhancing and embracing life, and I'm participating in a fellowship community of a peer group. We're colleagues, and we have these niche genres, but it's okay. I believe alien civilizations exist. That's what the ACE is for, alien civilizations. We know they do. And those people that want to help, and there'll be trainers and practitioners and integrative medicine and the federal government slatched on to it. And some people are putting it out, but they're putting it out uh, the way that some people can't get it, John. So, well, well, I just think, I just think what's confused, I think the confusion is that it's, it's like, like I was telling you about energy. Uh, you have a species, you have aliens, you have all different types. You have the good and the bad. And you have to understand that part. That the good are the ones that you have to discern or to help you and to love you. And the bad are the ones that are trying to hurt you and, and, and take away your, 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 your personal power of being able to help yourself. 
And that's why I said sometimes in the dream world, and I'll tell you this straight up as a dream master, if you don't remember your dreams and you're not having your dreams, somebody's stealing them. And I know, and, and you have to understand why. So, you know, it's taking away your power, your personal power. If you don't have your dreams, it's really important to have dreams. So when people say, I don't remember, I never have dreams or they're all nightmares. Well, it's because somebody's attacking you or taking away your dreams and they're stealing them. So that's, that's the bottom line. The bottom line. And we understand that. You can deal with it. Okay, Tommy, you got the last word. All right, I, I just want to say, you know, we try so hard to bring the truth out, uh, and you try to bring something that's important. Uh, I tried to bring it up yesterday to whatever her name, Margaret or whatever, because she claimed that she the crystal woman. Uh, the medicine woman I studied with was the first woman in the United States to use crystals and teach about them. It was Melanie that came to her as a student and wrote her, all her books after she studied with her. She plagiarized everything she was taught. So did a couple other other students. So, I mean, it's like when you hear something and then you plagiarize it is not what I want to get out there. And that's not what it's about. It's about learning what we're talking about. Uh, and it's not that complicated, like you said. It's simple if we touch that aspect of ourselves inside ourselves. Now, if we can't do that, it's hard. I mean, out of people in abuse, and, and the medicine when I studied with, Every single person that came to her was abused. I mean, if there was 50 people there or 100 people there, they were all abused. Uh, and it's basically, it's those people that get hurt and see problems that decide that something's wrong. The people that just, what do you call it, slide through life, not looking, not caring, not really caring, not willing to give 100%, not willing to go through the pain or any of that, just walk away from it when it's painful, never touch the truth. And once you touch it, there is no looking back. And it's a matter just to get a person to look. I mean, that was the whole story about uh, Lot and, and telling his wife not to look back and what she do, look back. But uh, it's the idea to look forward. And I, I describe it as climbing a ladder. You even, either climbing up or you're climbing down. Climb down, you go down deeper. Climb up, you get out of it. So we have a choice. And we always have that ability to go in our dream world, to change it, to alter it. And to allow that to affect our reality as well. And, and I agree with you, John. You know, most everything you said, I agree with. So uh, we're at a place where it is that time. And I, I don't want to just preach love because most people, well, I love you. Oh, really? What do you love about me? Do you, do you even know who I am? I'm a mass murderer. Do you, you think you're going to still love me? I said, no. The conditions, like, like you said, a mother's love for a child. I mean, there's many women that will do anything for their child no matter what they do wrong even as they get older okay we gotta wrap it up alright alright well it's a pleasure thank you thank you TJ thank you John thank you Tommy thank you thank you TJ right. it's been a pleasure yeah. it's been wonderful yeah. alright I'll call you John alright we'll be yeah, in touch I'll see you, you next time thank you okay. John thank you so much you've been such a big help Thank you, Tommy.